What's up, Hyper Fascination? On this episode of the show, we're going to take a look at how to work more effectively with first time home buyers. Stand by for the next episode of the Hyper Fast Show. All right, thanks for tuning in. On this episode, we're going to cover a topic that I think is going to be even more important. Um, given the interest rate market, given the kind of lock-in effect that we have, and given the decrease in move-up buyers, right? And the topic is how to work more effectively with first-time home buyers. So this is a segment of the market that I think is going to, for the foreseeable future, continue to make up a larger portion of the market. And I think this is because of the rate lock-in effect. So in 2022, the Fed started hiking rates, and we went from very low rates, below three in many cases, to, you know, as high as eight. I know they've since come down some, and, you know, I think depending on who you talk to, the expectation is they'll come down even more, but, you know, I certainly don't think people are thinking they'll get below five anytime soon. So you have this large portion of homeowners that have interest rates in the two, three, four percent range. And many of them now are looking at, okay, rather than move, I'll stay here a few extra years or I'll get a home equity line of credit because my uh, equity went up. And I'll use that to add on or renovate and, you know, because I want to keep this 2% or 3% rate. Or I'll, I'll save up and then I'll, when I move out, I'll, I'll keep this as a rental because I'm, I'm locked in at this 30-year rate at, you know, 2.5%. Right? So that's decreasing the amount of move-up buyers that affect. And uh, first-time home buyers are becoming a greater percentage of the overall market. So I think as real estate agents, you know, this is a, a market segment that we need to get better at reaching out to, better at working with, better at educating, and just, you know, overall doing a better job for them, okay? So I think um, one of the things you need to, to realize is that you need to be patient, right? Uh, you need to have the mindset and con continually remind yourself that I do this many times a year, maybe even many times a week, they, they've never done it before, right? So be patient, right? Remember what it was like before you ever helped someone buy a home or, or when you bought your first home. Um, I think you need to over-explain things. So in our typical buyer presentation, we explain the process A to Z, starting with, you know, how the financing works, how closing works, how searching works, how inspections and contract to close work. All right, so we do all of that up front. Uh, but I think with first-time homebuyers, you really need to over-explain it. One of the things that I think you should do that helps, it will help you not only with the process, but help you get more clients, is a regular first-time homebuyer seminar. We have been doing these, I believe now, for eight years, um, at least monthly, sometimes multiple times a month. And I think doing a homebuyer seminar where you partner with a lender and maybe even bring in a title company rep or title attorney. I think that's a great idea. You can, you know, market it on social media. You can do paid marketing for these, put it in different publications or blogs. You know, we, um, we've been doing that for, for years. And, you know, typically you'll get 
you know, five to ten people at these, and you can kind of educate them all up front. They get to learn from each other's questions. They get to hear from a lender. And usually, um, you know, usually about half the people at register will show up, and then about a third of those people will, will buy now, and then some, some will buy in the next six to 12 months, right? So it, it, and you build your email list, by the way, from all those people that registered but didn't show up. So it helps you build now business, short, midterm business, and, and longer future term, you know, future business. So uh, it's a great way to get more people in your database, get in front of more people face-to-face, -face, and educate them about the process. So. I think, I think doing these buyer seminars is a great way to help you work better with first-time home buyers and work with more of them. Uh, I think you need to really dive into the lending side up front. All right, so hopefully you already have a good lender that you like, know, and trust, that's good with your clients, that responds quickly, and, you know, is that a company that delivers great products? Um, you want to put them in touch with the lender early on. You want to be familiar with a lot of first-time homebuyer programs, FHA, uh, maybe VA. I know that's not in particular a first-time homebuyer product, but it is a great tool for them. Uh, and then many, many states, many regions, many cities have specific first-time homebuyer funds and grants, so get familiar with those. Um, Doctors typically have special programs. There's banks that want to do business with doctors, so they've got great programs for doctors. So, you know, get a lender that knows all of the different programs available for different types of first-time home buyers, and have them know up front, you know, what the what the process is, how much funds they'll need, liquid funds at closing, what their what their payments will be at certain price ranges, and uh, you know, really dial in that price range up front. It's going to save you a lot of headache and time as well as their time up front. Um, really go over the buyer broker agreement, all right, especially with what's going on in the industry. We've been doing this our whole career, um, training other agents to do it, but you really don't want to start the process, don't want to show houses, don't want to even like do, do searches for your clients until you have a buyer broker agreement, right? You want them to know the ins and outs of that, who's representing who, where your compensation, you know, comes from, how you get paid, like explain that all up front, okay? Um, the reality check analysis is important, right? Um, a lot of, a lot of first-time home buyers just really don't know what they can and can't afford, and they, they again, they may get sucked into the whole uh, champagne taste, beer budget, right? We've done recent podcasts where we go over how to set expectations, extremely important with first-time homebuyers, right? And the reality check analysis, just the, the quick 20-second synopsis, you're taking their criteria that they want, right? Location, price point, size, features, plugging that in the MLS, searching back 12 months, and then showing them if it even existed, right? If those sales happened, and if so, how many? And then adjusting if what they want it's not something that's actually, you know, selling, right? Typically, you're going to have to adjust price up or location differently or smaller house, just from my, you know, doing this hundreds and hundreds of times. So reality check analysis is extremely important. And then just giving them a detailed process of the overview from that point, like how you'll conduct the search, how they want to be communicated to, how often they want to go actually looking for homes, 
how fast they might have to go looking for homes, you know, depending on your market. Like if it's a fast-moving market, they may not be able to wait till the weekend, um, depending on you know the inventory and the absorption rate and all that stuff. Um, explain the offer to them up front. Explain, you know, we have this whole 12 steps uh, to crafting the winning offer. By the way, you can take a look at that in our Master the Buyer game series. It was a nine-part series that Carrie did, so look for that in the previous episodes. But um, you don't want them to, the first time they look at a contract, to be after they find the house that they fall in love with. Uh, you want to give them time to be able to, you know, know ahead of time, like, you know, how can a deposit size implicate or change my offer? How can contingencies affect my offer? How can terms give me better or worse negotiating power and price? So you want to explain all of that uh, to them up front. And then the contract to close period, you know, the whole process. You need to really do a good job of educating them up front. And I think if you can do these things, you're going to work much more effectively with first-time home buyers. And overall, just remember, this is the first time they're doing it. And try to constantly remind yourself to step back, look at it from their point of view, you know, someone who's doing this for the first time, and over-communicate. If you can do these things, I think you'll uh, really increase the amount of business you do with first-time home buyers, which I think is going to become more and more important in the years to come. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope you got extreme value out of it. Please share it with other real estate agents. Give us a review on iTunes, and, and um, you know, we love the feedback. And by the way, if you are a real estate agent looking for a way to partner with Carrie Scholl and I, one of the ways we do it, you know, we have our paid coaching program, of course, Hyperfast Agent. You can go to hyperfastagent.com to look at that. But one of the ways that we partner with real estate agents for free is when they move their business over to EXP and name Carrie and myself as their sponsors. We really pour into your business. We partner with you. We want to help you build and scale. We want to help you build revenue share and passive income. We you know, give you up to 18 different Zoom calls that you can join per month, one-on-one -on -one training and coaching. You get all that when you join us at eXp. So you don't just get the benefits of being an eXp agent. You get the benefits of being an eXp agent with Carrie Scholl and Dan Lesniak, people that have sold billions of dollars of real estate and built one of the fastest-growing groups at eXp. All you need to do is text me at 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I'll see you next time.